0: Hollywood USA, the entertainment capital of the world, this is the Rumor Mill for the week of August 24th, 2020, your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. Because I don't get ready, I stay ready. The Rumor Mill starts now. Like I said at the top of the show this is the rumor mill for the week of august 24th 2020 my name is joe batance and i am one of the hosts on this show the other host of course is the goddess herself of glitz glamour gossip and gore, is laurie Camp. hello laurie woohoo
1: yeah let's do it let's go
0: <laughs> wow you sound really
1: amped i'm so amped yeah I've been fisting this, uh, cold brew, black mm-hmm. unsweetened Starbucks coffee. Yeah. For the past two minutes. So let's do it.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, this is, we're, we're actually recording. Oh, no, wait. Lori's asleep. Oh. uh, we've actually, we're recording this much earlier than we usually do in the day. Usually, like with Lori, she doesn't wake up till 2 PM. And so we don't usually record until like, dusk, you know. Yeah. But uh today I, and I like this. My energy is up in the morning. So we're doing this at 10 in the morning uh Pacific time and I'm all here for it. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Ready to fucking just fucking do this, you bitch. That's what I always say. Like I get I become misogynistic and uh like I, I turned into a total bro. Yeah.
1: You did turn into a you were like suck it up, Mary. And I was yeah. like, "Who are you?" And then I did a Mary? bunch of push-ups. Yeah. Well, let's be and honest. He, and then he went, "Where's the beach?" That <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> and then I sang the uh, uh, the theme song to the commercial for Shasta uh, Cola.
1: Well, you did call me by saying "What's up? That,
0: that is true. I did do that, and then I just kept quoting Anchorman: The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then talking about, and then talking about how uh Szechuan, Rick and Marty need, uh, brought back Szechuan sauce yeah, at yeah, McDonald's yeah, yeah. and that and then, was yeah.
0: revolutionary. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all lives matter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Your tattoo of the thin blue line really, yeah. really was, you know.
0: Well, I also have one of those tribal tattoos that go across my bicep. Yes. You know.
1: Well, you also have that tattoo that nobody knows what it is on your ankle because you just put a you just got it, it tattooed a black bar around it yeah. instead of a cover up, so yeah.
0: mm-hmm. you just
1: tell people it's tribal. But
0: and then I'm always wearing puka shell necklaces, and I'm always like shaka bra.
1: Yeah, and your tires on your on your car are like three sizes
0: too big, which is funny because I would drive a Hyundai Elantra. Yeah, so people are always staring at me They're like, why is that Why is that our lifted Hyundai Elantra?
1: And you have that light on your car where you open the door and it, mm-hmm. and it shines what the logo of your yep. Hyundai is.
0: And I never so. lose my wallet because I have a chain attached to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And
1: you're always adjusting your penis.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. and I, ju- I have like stock and X body spray. Like I'm just yeah. constantly wearing X body spray. And well, you I drink told me that
1: ice. for the for the for COVID the quarantine, you're not showering. You're just literally putting on another layer of X body spray. Oh
0: so. yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, I'm also going to be starting uh, CrossFit.
1: You? Oh yeah. Yeah. You have that that I I thought that was interesting because you haven't said you started it yet. You're just saying you're you're going to start it. Yeah. So. I can already tell how annoying you're going to be because you keep talking about how you're going to do
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I need to get ready for the Iron Man competition I'm going to do.
1: Well, you bought that chalk,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, to to for your hands. Mm-hmm. So, and then you bought those gloves, those fingerless gloves that mm-hmm. people use for weightlifting.
0: Yeah, I wear them all the time. Yeah. Anyway, Lori, how have you been? It's been a week since we talked to each other. We don't. We don't. Everyone. Should, we only talk on the roommate. We don't ever talk any other time.
1: Never, ta- in fact, like, um, basically, if you ever hear another podcast where we're mm-hmm. talking, Joe just takes words that I've said at different podcasts and yeah. puts them through a filter.
0: One hundred percent, that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, anyway, Lori, we have a lot to discuss today. You know, one of the things I was going to do is I wanted to get your advice on uh, on a very uh, a subject that's very important to me. That's odd. That's the breaking news segment. I don't. I don't have any breaking news.
1: I have breaking news. Oh, what? The-
0: breaking news! Lori Rockin' has
1: breaking news. All right, breaking news, everybody! Pearl just announced on our Twitter that Kamala Harris is Biden's VP. Breaking news. Oh, that was fun for me. All right. There you go. That's it. That was my bit.
0: Hey guys, she really had me fooled. She told me before <laughs> this started that she had breaking news. And I was even like, oh, do you want to start it like before the uh the before uh, the show? Or there, when, when do you want to do this this uh um You know, Spiral Queen uh, ch- Spiral Queen in the chat room says, I feel like CrossFit is all straight bros uh, and lesbians. Kind of like the rumor mill. Or do you think the roommate is one straight bro and a lesbian
1: yeah i'm the straight bro
0: you're uh-huh. the lesbian i'm the lesbian you know so uh anyway uh okay so going back to things you know laurie we all know that by trade are you still laughing at your joke i am i thought it was really funny <laughs> i really thought you had breaking news and i had I, that
1: that was my favorite part was the look on your face going wait that's it yeah oh man oh that's funny
0: uh okay so um
1: oh, I'm crying i'm laughing so
0: <laughs> yeah well, that, was, that was a class one of your classic Lori zings um yeah. uh you know in, in fact if i would have known if I, you know, I wasn't really uh hip to that right so but if i would have known i would have played which we haven't played in a long time actually but this so uh anyway so so now lori everyone should know that like i i don't think i think they're kind of shocked by this they think that probably working for afterthought is your sole bread and butter but no this is your side hustle um what is your main profession
1: uh substitute teacher
0: and you started you're starting work this week correct
1: i start work next week i start school this week
0: wait what uh, oh, Catherine, okay. you're taking classes to become a full fledged yes, teacher. Yes, right? I'm
1: fully into the edu- uh, the credential program at Cal State Fullerton mm-hmm. for uh, mild mod uh, special education, mm-hmm. and uh, so I start it starts this week, and then next week is when I um, will be doing uh, substitute teaching. So.
0: It's going to be but, interesting. but how do you substitute teach via Zoom? That must be even easier than substitute teaching in real life.
1: It's actually I mean, there's there's levels of it that I could see being easier, and then there's mm-hmm. levels of it that I could see being harder. One of the main levels that I could see being harder is is making sure everybody's still signed in and paying attention. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one of the things they were saying last last term they had an issue with is kids would sign on and then just leave.
0: Oh so do do you ever have kids to. just put like I I'm not even joking I would totally invest and let me tell you this okay I haven't done I haven't taught a Zoom class with a bunch of kids uh, I've taught like little one on one sessions but not a class full of kids would in theory like if I got like a, a photo cut out of me made like going like you know like this would that work do you think if you were the teacher or the student if I was the student
1: um it could potentially work I mean I think the main thing we we from training is that what you do is you force them to answer questions during the, during the zoom oh. in the chat to kind of like see who's there and who's not. So,
0: oh. cause they could um, also in theory, like you can see me on camera, everyone else can't, but in theory I could be here, but I could be playing on my Nintendo switch and not paying attention. Yeah. So,
1: not paying uh, attention or sign in and just go, you know, watch TV or do whatever, you know, so, oh, so you don't uh, see the kids. If they choose
0: not to put their video on, oh, they can choose not to put their video on. That's and that's acceptable.
1: I see, I don't know. I don't know what the what the video audio terms what what we're allowing or not. So, Oh. But yeah. So,
0: uh uh All right, well, another I mean, another fantastic opening segment with Lori. Uh, while we take a break and we'll be back right after this. I wanted to talk about the unfortunate and untimely death of uh RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Star, I mean am sorry, season eight and all-star season three contestant Chi Chi Devane. Uh Yeah, that was sad. Very, very sad, you know, to lose a queen. Uh did you now did had you seen her season?
1: I had, yes. I I really liked her. I yeah. thought that she was very charismatic um Mm -hmm. i thought she uh i feel like she had a lot of like potential to be a really great queen you know she had some issues where she couldn't necessarily afford the bet the better dresses and stuff but she was very in um i forgot the the term but ingenious i guess Mm -hmm. she used what she had sort of thing so uh so yeah i really liked her
0: yeah uh, so she, so Chi Chi Devane's real name was Xavion Michael Davenport. Uh, she was born in 1985. And, uh, she died from a disease called sclerodoma. Okay. Which is a disease where basically your body attacks itself. And it, uh, starts, it, it can attack like the stuff under the skin and the organs. As you, I don't know if you know this, Laurie, I'm a medical professional. Uh, I don't like to talk about it too much, but because uh, mm-hmm. of but, that lawsuit. Well, that lawsuit, and also um, sometimes people will come to me and they'll be like, "Joe, I, I want you to do surgery on me," and I'm like, I'm just, "I have podcast to do. just
1: just blanket surgery with mm-hmm. no follow
0: up." Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they don't even say what's on. They just want me to do general surgery.
1: You know. Oh okay. That's, but I'm, um I, I, yeah.
0: That's weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, they say like, and I'll be like, on your foot. I don't care. Just do some surgery on I me.
1: Mean, just do it.
0: Yeah. Stop anyway. asking questions. Sclerodoma is a chronic connective tissue disease, generally classified as one of the autoimmune rheumatic diseases. Uh, it comes from the Greek word "sclero," meaning hard, and "derma," meaning skin. It's a hardening of the skin, and it's one of the most visible manifestations of the disease. I did not Google that. That is just I have that knowledge on my at my fingertips. Just I just yeah. Uh, Literally, of, you,
1: mm-hmm. you were you were
0: just reading your fingertips. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually a group of rare diseases that involve uh, hardening and tightening of the skin and connective tissues. Um, and so, uh, you know, most of the time it affects, you know, just people with their skin. But it can also harm structures beyond the skin, such as blood vessels, internal organs, and the digestive tract. That's what actually happened to Chi Chi Devane with the uh, internal organs, specifically the kidneys with her. Uh, and so she passed away at the very young age of 34. Lori, I, I know, you know, uh, on uh, our Discord channel, uh, a lot of our uh, listeners were very, very upset. Um, some of them even crying for days afterwards. What was your reaction to this?
1: Um, you know, I I will say that I I, I really respected Chi-Chi Dubang. I'm... I, I'm more of a uh, passive fan of Drag Race, sure. So I wasn't as hard hit by um, by her death, but I will say that um, I am very enmeshed in the comedy community, and whenever a comedian dies, it, I feel it. I feel it in my soul, yeah. and I get really upset. You know, so <laughs> I get, I get that people were super upset by this, and I and I feel awful for them, and I I can't imagine what Chichi Devane was going for and her family, and I just uh, I just think about the potential that she had, and it just you know it breaks my heart. So I um, I feel awful, and uh, it's times like this that I I just hope that there's some kind of afterlife because I think she deserves to be there.
0: So. Who doesn't deserve to be there?
1: Um Trump. Okay. And anybody who fu- who supports Trump.
0: Very good. Anyway, uh, I liked her very much. As a gay man, I uh she was very attractive. You know, I thought she was very yes. attractive. Um I said that wrong. The wording there was weird. I meant as a gay man, I found her very attractive. Well, it th- made it sound like as a gay man, she was attractive. Satan maker.
1: She was also, I feel like, and I, I think a lot of queens are like this, but to an extent, but I felt like she was one of those queens that was attractive as a queen and attractive as a boy. Yeah. Which I feel like there are certain queens that are you're either attractive as a boy or as a queen yeah. or as a um but not necessarily one or the other. Yeah. And I felt like she was both. Yeah. So uh
0: also she was a very talented queen. You're right. She was able to work a lot with a lot of Seemingly from nothing, if you can remember when her entrance with the iconic garbage bag came in with a dress made out of, of hefty bags, you know, yes, and uh, and made it look glamorous. So she was a very talented, very all counts very kind soul, a pleasant queen to work with. And so, uh, rest in power, Ciccia Devane, rest in power, yeah. I mean, Okay, Lori, the person formerly known as Tyra Sanchez, a uh, winner of season two, uh, was arrested. Um, here we go. I'm pulling up that story right now. Uh, James William Ross is uh, the person's uh, birth name. Okay. Uh, The former drag queen known as Tyra Sanchez and the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 2 was arrested on vandalism charges in Atlanta on Thursday. A security officer at an apartment complex who lives there told police he witnessed a man spray-painting the words Do not move here on his home. The 32-year-old Ross retired from drag in March. Ross was charged with one count of criminal damage to property... Atlanta Police Department officers were called to the apartment complex around 1030 a.m. Thursday. By the way, who vandalizes at 1030 a.m.? The security guard reportedly told police someone spray painted. Do not move here ever on the side of the apartment building. One witness told police they saw the suspect while he was in the act. Sources close to Ross told TMZ he lives at the complex and has not paid rent in several months. Ross was taken to Fulton County Jail. Uh, Lori, what were your thoughts on the ever problematic uh, James William Ross and uh, his continued problems? Uh, what, what were your thoughts there?
1: I mean, I just at, at some point, you just got to feel like this guy is just dealing with some kind of mental illness. So, you know, it's like... Um, it's, it's, it's hard to kind of either make fun of him or, or criticize because it's, you just gotta be like, I just hope he gets the help he needs because mm-hmm. obviously he's just, you know, struggling with something. So, but, uh, I did think it was funny that he, at, you know before all this happened made a huge deal about not being referred to as Tyra Sanchez mm-hmm. and then every article I've read about this only refers to him as Tyra Sanchez. So.
0: Well here's the thing too. <laughs> look, I also look I have sort of complicated feelings about James Ross. Yes. In that uh, it's weird like sometimes like you're right it it, it reminds me I had this a, a guy a, a, the boyfriend of a friend of mine once. And he was just a major asshole. And uh, my friend and I, his boyfriend, uh, my friend and I would constantly try to uh, psychoanalyze him and uh, diagnose diagnose him with some sort of mental disorder. And then I realized one day, I was like, sometimes people are just assholes. Now, I'm not saying that's true with uh, Mr. Ross here. But what I'm saying is um that that I can't diagnose him and what because he's he's been an asshole from even when he was on RuPaul's drag race. He's yeah ne, he's never been a good person, right? The, yeah. I mean, from being an asshole on season two, from being very difficult to work with. From uh, claiming that uh, Morgan McMichaels was dead, and d- that whole drama, from uh, threatening to bomb DragCon, from giving up his uh, drag name and saying he didn't want to ever hear, hear about it ever again, and then constantly talking about it. Yeah, uh, you looked at the computer screen and smiled. Why was that, Lori?
1: No, I was. I was uh, moving a file over to my other screen, but I was laughing at what you said about. Morgan Mac- him saying Morgan McMichaels was dead. I didn't. I'm not gonna lie. Demo. That
0: one was actually kind of funny.
1: Okay. I didn't. I didn't know about that drama, so I thought that was funny.
0: Oh, he and Morgan McMichaels got into it. They've been getting into it since season two. Uh-huh. And uh, he put on his Instagram what he what he claimed, and it's probably feasible. is he was trying to say that Morgan McMichaels is dead to him. Yeah. But he put like Morgan McMichaels in the year of birth and death on his Instagram with a picture of her, and people freaked the fuck out and thought Morgan McMichaels had died, and he was fired from Mickey's, uh, and then there was this whole apology. It was was crazy drama. Drama has just always followed him. And I I do agree there's probably some element of mental disease, but I don't know what it is. Or sometimes, could it just be he's a raging fucking asshole? And sometimes that's okay?
1: Well, I think... I don't know. And maybe... Maybe somebody who is studying mental illness mm-hmm. uh, and how to uh, teach it, how to, you know, mm-hmm. provide education to people with mental d- disabilities. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a um, there is a level of, I guess, uh, compassion that I have towards people mm-hmm. who I see I deem are struggling with some form of me- some mm-hmm. form of mental disability. But I do agree. I think that. At some point you have to take responsibility. You can't mm-hmm. just say like, oh, I'm I'm upset or my life sucks or you know, whatever. You can't you know, everybody's life sucks to some form or another. Mm-hmm. You can't just you can't just get away with being a complete turd because you just don't you know, you're you're not feeling great about yourself. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I I think that he needs help, but I mean, he needs to be the one to ask for it. He needs yeah. to be the one to to get the help. But so. that's always
0: that's always what's tricky with um, with mental disease is the people who need it, you know, don't, don't often don't ask for it. Ask for it, yeah.
1: Because they don't think they need it. They don't
0: think they need it. I, I've known people who have mental disease. I, like, here's the deal. I'm going to tell you. Something, I'm going to make a confession. I talk about this on my Better Help ads and all that. I'm blessed that I'm on the lowest dose possible of Zoloft. In fact, as yes. my doctor made fun of me, not my psychiatrist, my medical doctor made fun of me, it's the dose that they would give a 12-year-old girl, okay? But that works for me. That's exactly what I need to stay even, right? And um, I wouldn't, I'm would i actually afraid to get off of it. But you have often these people with sort of, um, you know, schizophrenia or some other more severe, and they don't like to take their meds. Yes because
1: of the side effects because the the side effects unfortunately to those medications a lot of times um you know are uh are very uh, um are not great you know they're, they're, it could be like a, impotence is a big one um you could you just feel hazy all the time mm-hmm. another thing with uh, with certain like if you have bipolar disorder Um, One of the big issues with the medication is that, you know, bipolar disorder is a very hard disease. Hold on. I'm going to interrupt
0: you for a second. Everyone should know. We don't know what we're talking about. Do not take it as medical advice. Please don't. Please don't follow
1: what I'm saying. I just literally started teaching uh, my (laughs) credential program. Um, Now I'm going to explain to you what bipolar disorder is. Uh, No, bipolar disorder is a very difficult disease, but there are levels where you get into this, like, euphoric state. Where I've known people who have bipolar disorder who that's where they create their, you know, their great stuff. They, I have a friend who's bipolar. He doesn't take his medication because he says he, he can't write when he's, when he's on his medication. He just can't think straight. Um, he, so he go, he doesn't take his medication because he wants to be able to write, you know, at movies and write, Mm -hmm. write sketches and stuff. And, um, I think that, uh, you know it's it's difficult for for people to uh, go on the medication. So, anyways, I I just I feel awful. I'm at the point now where you know who knows maybe the next thing he does I'll be like ah fuck that guy. But I just feel like you do you do so many. It's like Kanye West to me. You do so many things in a row. You start to go. I think this guy has is more than just an asshole. I think he has some kind of disease. I think something's. Mm-hmm. I think something is wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. So well, the tr- the tricky thing with someone like Kanye versus James Ross, James Ross has serious consequences. The tricky thing with someone like Kanye is, I believe he's diagnosed bipolar, right? So is also Pete Davidson, correct?
1: But um, uh I think man, yeah, manic depressive. I think, but um, is,
0: yeah. Uh The point is though, is when you have with someone like Kanye. Has so many people around him who enable him. And so it's hard for him to even know when what's up and what's down.
1: It's also brought up in the chat room, which is a good point. And I find this a lot with the students that, uh, when I was an aide at a, a spe- in special education was it, it, it's hard to get people to take medication, not just, just take out the side effects and stuff, the stigma of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you, um, you, uh, you feel like oh I'm not normal. I sh- I don't I wanna be normal, so I'm not gonna take my medication. Mm-hmm. You know, kids kids especially in high school, they hate the fact that they have to be in special ed, ed classes because it, it like show they don't want other kids to deem them as less than,
0: you know. And why would the kids know they're on medication?
1: Um I mean I don't necessarily know if they knew they were on medication, but they would know that they're in special ed classes.
0: Oh I see so. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But uh, uh, I, have a, I have a friend who um, had, went into a very depressive episode. Her husband left her and she, uh, she was, you know, didn't talk to her for two months, didn't talk to her or their son for two months and then came back into their lives and demanded full custody of the son and she was like so she went through this uh, extremely depressive episode and the, her doctor was like you need to be on medication you are you are not doing well you are your mood swings are crazy you you know you need to be on medication she goes i can't because i don't want my ex to find out because that might and you know be a, an issue for my custody and i mean it's sad to say but that's still a thing if you know if you're on medication for whatever reason courts can still deem you to be unfit for to be a parent so okay. the good. stigma for mental illness is still out there
0: all right very good well we hope met we hope james ross gets on the path whatever path that is to uh, a better life
1: all right yeah and pay your rent
0: yeah pay your rent
1: i don't oh. know if he works in property yeah uh
0: all right Lori. this is the time of the show where i'm gonna tell you there is such a great service called patreon Patreon.com slash Afterthought Media, to be specific, where oh. you can hear all kinds of extra content. Like you just referenced a show that we have called The Sydney Gays. We're doing another season where we talk about the Sydney guys, you know, and uh, the 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 totally fucked up Australian podcast from a year ago. Yeah. And uh, we have that show about uh, Snatch Game coming up, you know, and we also have – oh, oh – we have Drag Race Thailand that you and I are going to cover. We're going to cover yeah. Drag Race Holland is going to be a Patreon exclusive. I know, Ooh,
1: Who's doing Drag Race Holland?
0: I think it's going to be Joe Batanz solo. Ooh, I've never done okay. a solo recap show, and I'm just sort of sick of having to beg people to go like, oh, this is so horrible. i got to do it. I'm like, I'll just fucking do the show solo then. I don't have to worry about scheduling. I don't have to worry about it. I'll just do the goddamn show solo.
1: You'll do it live.
0: I'll do it live. Right. But, uh, yeah, all kinds of content coming on. Uh, um, we should do a thing. I'm going to do this again. I did it once and it was so good where I do interviews with Patreon supporters and ask why they like Patreon. We're going to do that again. We're going to do that. What, what they get out of Patreon. Cause I think if I do it, they're all like, yeah, okay, whatever. You're the one benefiting. Right. But anyway, um, yeah. So patreon.com slash afterthought media Join the premium. I have be honest with you. If you join the premium level, you get most of the stuff. There are other higher levels, but you get most of it at the premium level. All right. Anyway, <laughs> you don't want spoilers. Get the fuck out. The spoiler segment with Lloyd Roger can starts now. Every week I say this. I'm not gonna do the minute, you know, uh lead up and whatnot to, to doing the spoilers. And then every week I do, because again, I'm telling you, I still imagine Humble Pie in the bathtub with like one of those brushes, like um, scrubbing her back with a towel around her head and and bubbles coming up all around her, right? Yeah. And she's listening to the rumor mill in her tiled every ba- her whole her whole house is tiled. Right, with a bubble.
1: Even the living room is tight? Everything,
0: yeah, like a cobalt blue, right? Okay, okay. And we're playing on some sort of old-timey, like, radio, like a transistor radio kind of thing. But we're on the other side of the house. Yeah. And I hear her hearing this music, and she's Going, jumping out no, of the no 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 no, yeah, no, 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 And then, like, and then there's, like, a bar of soap randomly on the on the tile, and she steps on it, and she's like, Whoa! and she's, like, wrapped in a towel trying to get to the, to the, uh, um radio in time so she doesn't hear any spoilers
1: yeah i always imagine like a projectile being thrown at the at like the phone that's like plugged into a speaker system or something yeah and they're just like get away i don't want spoilers
0: yeah so well Lori, but that the minute is up it's time to jump right into the spoilers now this is our last set of spoilers for drag race canada okay Okay. Last set of spoilers for Drag Race Canada. The expected challenge this week is called the Snowball. Okay. A snowball. Expected runway, of course, obviously would be the Snowball with three subcategories of Executive Holiday Party Realness. I- Icy Walk of Shame, also known as Opry the Opry Ski, and Icy Queen Eleganza. Okay, so those are the runways. The expected winner, episode nine of the Snowball, is Elisha Cuthbert. No, 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 sorry, <laughs> that's a guest judge from episode one. Scarlet, Scarlet is the expected winner. The guest judge, though, the guest judge is your girlfriend, Lori. Michelle Desage this week for the, oh. snowball. the special guest judge is.
1: How did they get her?
0: Yeah, I know. Michelle Isn't Desage. Isn't she
1: super busy?
0: Yeah. The bottom two this week. The bottom two. Rita and Jimbo. Rita and Jimbo. The expected lip sync now you're gonna get really excited by this. Closer by Tekin and Sarah. Oh. And the person going home. A fourth place winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Remember the bottom two are Rita and Jimbo. Who would you guess? I don't know anything you know nice about the show, but if you had to guess, who's going home? Rita or Jimbo? Jimbo the person going home this week episode 9 the last person to go home before the finale is Jimbo
1: ah oh. you were
0: right it's jimbo wow mhm
1: uh
0: now uh here we go so uh lori that's going to do it for this week's episode of the room mail do you have anything to plug
1: Uh, oh, I do have breaking news.
0: Oh, okay. Hold on for a second. Lori has breaking news, and I I know for a fact this is not going to be some sort of shit like, uh, thing about Pearl and her tweets. Okay, go ahead.
1: Breaking news, Pearl has tweeted out that Kamala Harris has accepted Biden's VP uh, to be Biden's VP. So she's accepted it. So she's going to be the VP, everybody. Pearl said it, so that's that's the news I follow. Back to you Joe.
0: Do you have any other uh, <laughs> stuff to plug, Lori? Before we go,
1: uh, I mean, just follow Pearl's uh, Twitter. She really gives up-to-date, uh, you know, news information. Yeah um also if you're interested in crime uh, podcasts specifically about females in crime and folklore uh, check out bloody podcasts I do that with Maria Felix mm-hmm. and uh, also um, follow us on at bloody podcast on Instagram follow me at Lori on Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, check out our patreon patreon.com bloody podcast and that's it mm-hmm.
0: All right, very good. Well, guys, going to do it for this episode of The Rumor Mill. Once again, remember, go to patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia for more LGBTQ content. Uh, we'll see you next week where we're going to do actually, we're going to talk about all the, the stuff that we know about season 13. It's going to be entirely devoted to season 13. That's next week on The Rumor Mill and the season finale of The Rumor Mill. Ooh. Next week, the season finale of The Rumor Mill. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll see you guys next week right here on The Remelio.